Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. <laughs> Missing. Yeah, man. So listen, we're going to be speaking to Tepo Mochapilo uh, from Mochapilo Attorneys Incorporated. And we are talking about uh, child maintenance and the complexities around the subject. Who is supposed to pay? I mean, we all know that if the child's below 18, uh, it needs to be paid child maintenance. And if you don't pay, you can get arrested. So we're going to be finding out uh, and trying to really go through some of the questions uh, that you've been asking. Uh, Tepo, welcome to the takeoff. Good morning, Bonginana. How are you? We're good, thank you, good, Tepo. Um, you know, so many questions have come through. I hope we've got enough time. First of all, who should be paying child maintenance between uh, the mom and the dad? Well, the maintenance is the responsibility of both parents, actually. Um, the Insurance Act and also the Maintenance Act um, allows for basically both the parents to the both the parents that that are co-holders um, of parental rights and responsibilities um, to also contribute towards the maintenance of the child. So the responsibility there lies solely. Um, or primarily, rather, with both the pay. There's a guy that came on the line now. He said, listen, I wasn't employed at the time, so I couldn't afford to pay. And then the mother of my child took me to court. Let's say I lose, SABC fires me. Um, can my wife then take me to court for maintenance, even though I can't afford to pay? Here's what happens with maintenance. Né? Um, the maintenance issue is always dependent on the affordability of the the parents you see so if let's say um in an afford in, in an ideal situation um the expenses of a child are 3000 rand including school this is a, a young child and maybe let's say that the mother earns 10000 rand and the father earns 5000 rand in that situation to get the amount that both parents would be able to contribute to the maintenance. The 100% maintenance of the child is the 3,000 rand, and how it is split depends on the affordability of both parents. So let's say the mom now, even with a salary of 10,000 rand, has expenses that are 9,000 rand. So it would, it would mean then that she would only be able to um, ideally contribute that 1,000 rand towards the maintenance. And if the father now, earning 5,000 rand, has a, let's say, um, expenses worth about 2,000 rand, then it can be seen that he will be able to cover the other 2,000 rand because of, 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 of virtue of him being able or being in a position to provide that maintenance. Yeah. Now, Tsepo, on Twitter, Tabo Sibia actually had a question wondering if he stands a chance of getting custody if he applied for it because currently he's not able to see his child and can only see his child through his aunt, through the child's aunt and the granny because they don't want them, to, they don't want him to destroy the baby mama's marriage. Does he stand a chance? He definitely does. I think the one thing or the primary thing that we all need to understand is that the parental rights and responsibilities, and these include the care, contact, um, maintenance, and guardian of the child. These are inalienable rights that are essentially given to, to parents. Yes, there are circumstances where parents, um, where they can apply to court to either terminate these parental rights and responsibilities. But at the outset, it must be stated that a biological mother and a biological father actually do have full parental rights and responsibilities. However, um, 
if you are an unmarried, um, let's say, okay, let me actually give you an example. So say now, um, like Tavo in the in the incident, he never married the baby mama. Um, he would be seen as an unmarried father. He would be in a position to um, get the full parental rights and responsibility in terms of Section 21 of the um, Children's Act. What this does is that um, if there are circumstances that can be shown that Tawo, either at the time of birth of the child, was living with the mother, or, or it can show that he is a father, or he himself accepted and consented to say that I'm the father, um, or was there during the birth and the signing of that birth certificate, you know, all of those things. The circumstances that Tawo can say to prove that I am the um, the biological father, and he can make that application in the maintenance court um, to, to, to assist him to have contact, at least, with the child. Uh, look, there's a general notion out there, just based on what you're saying, that that would say that the court generally sides with the mother. So I, 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 I have a child, and the mom's denying me access to the child. I'm paying maintenance, but because maybe she still wants to be with me, I'm not allowed to see the child. Let's mm-hmm. be honest, if I go to court, do I stand a chance? Let me tell you, um, and I think perhaps maybe let's I will take it back to what are the best interests of a child. Now, in terms of the South African law and in terms of the Children's Act, uh, the best interests of the child in any matter where a child is involved, the best interests are of paramount importance. Now, what best interests are are also described in the Act. And the Act in Section 7 is specific to say that a child must be in a stable home, um, they must not undergo abuse and all of those things. Those are what is in the best interest of the child. Now, when you bring it closer now to the parents, like I've already said, that the biological mother and father have a duty towards um, um, what is fulfilling the parental rights and responsibilities in respect of the child. What this also means then is that because it's in the best interest of the child to have both parents take care or, or care for him, it would be it would not be in the best interest of a child to not have a father that wants to be in the child's life and deny him access. So in this situation, again, Tawa can simply approach a court, um, a maintenance uh, a maintenance court, and, and, and access his rights. Now, if there is no agreement between the parties li- li- like what is happening now, um, that's when you approach the court to say that, please make a determination as to the terms of conditions or the terms of me being able to see my child. Mm. And remember, if the mother fails to to provide that access, she would be in contempt of a court order. Unfortunately, because of how it is, um, you really have to go through the legal process of applying for those rights. Because sometimes, like we know, um, people just do what they feel they want to do and without no regard for the other person. But also, this is a stern warning also to mothers as well, because this can be used against you in a court of law. Because if you're denying access, the father can still claim that um, this is what the mother is doing, and the mother is not acting in the best interest of the child. And that is seen as as a, a bad rape. Essentially, if you're not looking out for the best interest of the child. Tepo, thank you so much for uh, chatting to us. That's Tepo Mochapilo from Mochapilo Attorneys Incorporated, really speaking to us about the rights um, around child maintenance for both mom and dad. Can you imagine the dynamics under COVID-19 lockdowns? Yo, Nala, that's a different one altogether. The Takeoff, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.